0: We said the wrong episode number last time, luckily I was the one who said it, so I just re-recorded it uh, as 73 instead of 72, which is what I said.
1: So, can we say 72 this week?
0: No. We're going to say 74 no. this week. What if I say
1: the wrong one this week? Can't
0: re-record it. Uh, I can record it in your voice. Watch this. I'm Logan, this is episode 2. Whoa, it's like I can call myself. <laughs> hey, Logan, I'm Logan from the future. Whoa, Logan from the future, what's going to happen? Don't eat what's, that the, muffin.
1: What's? Oh, man, Logan from the future, I was just about to eat You're this muffin. I'm going
0: to get preggers. From from the muffin, Logan from the Yeah, well, that does sound like me, all right. A long series of events that starts with the muffin, but...
1: Logan from the future, if you were really Logan from the future, you would know that preggers is no longer the cool word. It's prego now.
0: I'm farther from the future. Came back around.
1: I thought you were only like five minutes in the future.
0: I didn't say that.
1: Well, how do you remember the muffin?
0: (laughs) I wrote it down.
1: Wait, you're Ryan. Oh,
0: sorry. You're right. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, everyone. guess Logan from the future when he gets mad, he sounds like Ryan from I the past. It off. From the past. Ryan from the future is dead. Ryan doesn't exist in the future. Yeah. He's banned along with hockey. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, Logan. Let's talk about the movie Tangled, which uh, didn't come out this week. But there wasn't anything that we both had access to this week to, that we could both see, so we went back. And luckily, we did because it came back up to number one, right?
1: Yeah. Um. I guess for the trivia buffs, we want to see Black Swan. Mm-hmm. Um, which has kind of been high on my list for a while now, and it's probably going to get the Oscar buzz, so I felt it was one of those important ones to see. Uh, But we didn't get to It's like New York, L.A. only, and they said it's going to open wide, but I've yet to see that happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so we kind of looked at the the top five, and from those we chose Tangled, which at the time was number two, and then it pulled that rare feat, like you just said, Ryan, of moving back up to number one. Yeah. Um, Which doesn't happen that much, but the holiday season, starting after Thanksgiving, uh, historically belongs to Disney. Yeah. Um, It's no different.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the only kids' movie really out right now. But I think that uh, it's actually sort of worth its while. I was kind of glad I saw it. I wasn't excited about seeing it, and uh, then I I saw it, and uh, I I was pleasantly surprised, for one. I wasn't that excited either. I think if you go back to the Princess and the Frog episode, which
1: I'll probably reference a lot, um being that it was the last big Disney film of this type, mm-hmm. um you will st- I think we left the part in there where we talked about seeing the trailer for Tangled mm-hmm. um and we both thought that it looked kind of cool um, but uh because it was you know the one fairy tale princess like we kind of forgotten that existed mm-hmm. um but i it might have just been me, but I, I recall saying that uh like I'd be a lot more interested in it if it was hand drawn looking animation like Princess of Frog was.
0: I forget if I agreed with you or not. I think I might even come down harder on it though in saying, I think at some point whether it was that episode or not, I said it looks really super generic and and terrible. And it That's does. No. Look, all the marketing makes it look that way. Right. right. I
1: didn't disagree with you on that point. Yeah. Um my point being was that I was only interested if it was hand drawn, which so I wasn't at the time. Right. Um and I I'm kind of in, you know, sitting through all the I don't know what your trailers like before Tangled. But it is all like upcoming CG films. Um all Dreamworks mostly. Um I think there's a Nickelodeon thrown in there. Uh, There's a Fox Studios store in there, too. I was kind of surprised I didn't see, uh, like, the Cars 2, because I thought that was in front of Tangled.
0: I did see Cars 2, and I saw Mars Needs uh, Moms as well. Those were, the only, I think, the only two animated ones I saw. I, was, I kind of expected to see that one as well. Uh, but I because of that, that's... that's
1: the, All those are good examples why I did not really want to see Tangled. You know, right, it's right. I, like these kind of films release all the time. Prince and the Frog was at least trying to do something new in that it was doing something old. Um... And I'm going to reference Princess of the Frog more because I think it's important, especially when compared to Tangled. Uh, Long story short, uh, that was uh, number 49, and this Tangled, Ryan, is actually their 50th film, uh, which I I think I told you about a Mm -hmm. while back. Um, And When you got in the theater, you actually see they've kind of come up with this little cool logo for
0: that. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, which I was, got the old tear in the eye, it was kind of exciting in a way. A Steamboat Willie action for you. Which is not what, I, what you might think I mean by that. <laughs> which is, Steamboat uh, Willie on there was weird because it wasn't really one of their films that count towards the 50. Well, sure. Um, so I'm kind of surprised it wasn't like a Snow White clip or maybe some like quick montage of all the
0: highlights. Mm-hmm. Like the Marvel Comics logo where they just flip a bunch of comics at you. Exactly,
1: right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of what I wanted. I wanted an old man flipping a bunch of old Disney. <laughs> old, old man. I saw them all!
0: I'm one of his 12 angry men. That was Disney, right? (laughs) this Snow White and the 12 angry men.
1: (laughs) Right. Uh, I saw
0: them all. The ultimate Disney fan opens their 50th (laughs) film. He's a million years old. Sit down. Shut up. But going back to the hand-painted thing, I was reading trivia for this movie, and apparently it was really important that even though they were doing it in CG, that they uh, somehow capture the style of hand painted, not necessarily the style, well, I guess the style, the feel or the texture of a hand painted yeah. Disney movie. And I actually couldn't put my finger on it the whole time of why it would look so good, but I think that actually is really why. And also, jumping off that, the, the 3D was really great. Like, I come down on 3D a lot, but, like, this really enhanced the movie. I could actually. Feel like things were 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 physical and and um, in a way that I haven't since like Avatar, which I didn't like, but I liked the 3D. Um, this this movie is like one of the best sort of uses of 3D I've seen in a long time. Well, I agree with you, um, and that was really interesting trivia, and that was it
1: too. Like, I watching this movie, I, I couldn't quite figure out what it was. that was making it slightly different than most of these CG films that are rushed out so quickly.
0: Yeah, like a, any old DreamWorks thing, which just looks cartoony. Exactly, but they did put
1: some time and effort in this. It, it shows, I think. Um, and at first, I, I thought that this was a uh, they went back to this CG thing, you know, with, like Bolt, mm-hmm. um, and which is the, the same Wild- guys, right? You know, of stuff. Um, I'm not quite sure about that. Actually, I
0: think the directors directed Bolt, or the writers, or something. Anyway. Um, I know that John Lasseter was behind this. I think it's executive right? produced it anyway. I think he yeah. was one of the ones. Was this one of the ones that was in production when, when you know, uh, the Pixar guys came over and got high level jobs at Disney, and he like sort of helped to retool this? Is that the one of these? Is that this era, or was that Princess? you're
1: right. Cause that was Tron as well. Okay, or Tron Legacy. So, um, yeah, you're right. It was weird seeing his name on there, though, and not seeing Pixar anywhere related to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, it totally shows. Like, there, this does not. I was expecting one of the reasons I did not quite want to see Tangle was I was expecting one of those DreamWorks animated type things. You know? Yeah, me too. But nothing science to happened. and I thought that Disney was just going back to this because Princess and the, Princess and the Frog um, turned out it it obviously made money, but it turned out to, be, to perform a lot less than Disney expected it to. Yeah. Um, that's not the case because, as you can figure, since we were talking about the trailer during Princess and the Frog, this was already in production, um, and. Uh, well, I don't know. This my review kind of revolves around this, so I don't want to jump to that just yet. Do so we want to talk about the uh,
0: story first? Sure. Uh, so it's basically the story of Rapunzel. As you, uh, well, it's modified. The idea being uh, that you know um, there is this uh, old woman who ha- who finds this flower, and the flower uh, keeps her young. She sings this magical song to it. No, really. Indications to why she knows the song, but it's a fairy tale, whatever. Sings the song, and then um, and the flower makes her young again. She's been living for hundreds of years this way. Uh, the flower gets uh, removed by the king's like folks who want to bring it back to the castle to cure the dying queen, which they do. But now the woman is like, what the hell with my flower? Well, the power of the flower apparently goes into the queen's baby when she is cured and has a baby. And so to keep the power, the old woman... Uh, comes and actually kidnaps the baby Rapunzel, takes her back to the tower, and um, keeps her there. She soon finds out that if she cuts the hair, which is where this power is, that the power goes away. So she has to keep the hair, never cut it, which is why her hair is so long. And every once in a while when she's getting old, she comes and makes Rapunzel sing this song. Uh, Then she stays young. And, of course, the whole thing is about Rapunzel wanting to leave the tower. There's a roguish, you know... Prince Charming type you know underdog though sort of a, the Nathan Drake type hero uh, mm-hmm. who plays into it as well when she decides to actually try to leave the tower and it's about uh, what she thinks of the outside world and, and all that good stuff
1: and we have some voice actors thrown in here too uh, Zachary Levi shows up uh, Chuck, gotcha. uh, kind of an odd casting choice but he's great yeah he works um, out uh, Mandy Moore, who seems like an obvious casting choice for this sort of thing. Worked out, yeah. Uh, and I, there's a few more Brad Garrett courses around there, because he does every voice work thing available right
0: now. Ron Perlman. Uh, Ron Perlman shows up,
1: which is pretty good. Who played the um,
0: queen? The or The, the evil the
1: old, the old woman? I, I meant to look it up before the show, but she's not a name I instantly recognized, which I was kind of excited about. I was like, okay, cool, maybe they got a voice actor slash Broadway person, you know, someone oh, who's good at this yes. sort of thing. And she was excellent, like, to the point that you hear the voice and you think that should be a celebrity. Yes. Um, she's like that good. And then when you actually see that it's, I don't know, a voice actor, might actually be an actress. Um, it, it was a great casting, I thought, on her part. I've I'm s- glad they
0: didn't go up some huge name like
1: no, Angelica Houston as, you know, I mean. Uh,
0: I actually kind of, suspected it was Bebe Newworth for a second, but I was like, no, that's yeah, probably yeah, not. I, I thought that, too, based on her design. I yeah. wonder if... Uh,
1: just the way she looked, kind of at times, looked like that.
0: Apparently, it's Donna Murphy, who I did not know her name, but I have seen her in things, just in small parts. She's apparently won two Tonys, according to IMDb, so that makes total so sense. She's a Broadway
1: person, then. Yeah. Is that right about that? Okay, cool. Uh, well, she is great in the film. Um, she uh, she does the villainous part perfect, um, and this is a different type of Disney villain than we've seen before. That yeah, she's still like kind of the evil witch in a way, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's clever in this roundabout way too. She's the stabbing the back type witch. She's not just to
0: come right out and say I hate you, witch. Well, so that was the best um, part of this movie, I think, because so well. this is the first Disney villain. Nah, okay, maybe towards the end this switches a little bit because. Oh yeah, to it has be, to. But, right, yeah. but the first Disney villain who uh, exerts power completely through um, guilt and manipulation. Um, which is what a parent does, right? Like, she's yeah. in this parent role to Rapunzel, and she basically uses her sort of motherly role to, to manipulate what's going on rather than actually force, which um, is pretty interesting because we can actually see, unlike the traditional Rapunzel story, it's actually not that hard to get up this tower. Like, Rapunzel can leave essentially anytime she wants, <laughs> but she's motivated to stay there by this mom who tells her the outside world's too dangerous for her, not out of love but out of selfishness of wanting to keep the magic hair to herself. Right. Um, um, so add to all of this uh, a uh, gecko friend. Yeah, kind of unnecessary, but sure. Haskell, I think mm-hmm.
1: um, he's your, no. He's he's like the uh, the cricket from Mulan, Ryan. Yeah. Um, he's necessary in that we need that to go with our princess.
0: Was that the um, thing that Pixar was going to make a movie about and then didn't, or am I just putting those ideas together? Remember that like lizard thing Pixar had a movie about that got canceled?
1: I don't recall this. Um, so I no comment on that.
0: Yeah, probably not. I'm probably just. Confusing the two, uh, Maximus, our horse, great who, uh, part. It was very, very interesting because this is a character
1: introduced as helping the villains, kind of in a way, mm-hmm. um, or uh, and then, but we instantly know from that first frame that we're gonna like this character still, mm-hmm. uh, and that's exactly how it goes. And um, I, I don't know, I really like Maximus. Maximus gave me hints of Pegasus
0: from uh, Hercules, yes,
1: uh, which is
0: also good. Um, and w- uh, there's a Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. Just on Maximus, the first thing you see of Maximus, which was also my first laugh-out-loud moment of the movie, where uh, they, there's three guards riding horses and the lead guy's riding Maximus, and he he yells to the other guards, like, you know, guards, after them or whatever, like he adds, like yells an order. And then it's, the camera pans down, and Maximus, like, whinnies to the two horses next to him, like, the exact same way. and I was They like, give, that's like, the same nod year. the other horses do, yeah. Yeah, that's a good
1: bit. That is – that's one of those, like, Disney touches, I think. Um, that's, that sort of joke is beyond people like DreamWorks who think that, uh, oh, you know, it's – we have to have the horse fart here now. Nobody or, farted in this movie, logo. Or the, the – no, and also something, Ryan, no one danced to hip-hop music. Yes. Which is shocking because I paid my money and I want to see something to dance to hip-hop music. It's CG. <laughs> I don't see why not. Preferably no, Johnny Depp. Yeah, preferably Johnny Depp. Um, and I was very excited about all those things. And that's kind of what tipped this movie for me and what made it feel like a Disney film. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying any of that happened to Princess of the Frog. At the time, uh, when, I, when we reviewed Princess the Frog, I, which was the film before this, so I think there's some comparison involved here, mm-hmm. um, one of the things I said I really liked about it was that they, there were moments when it tr- when it was trying so hard to be those old Disney films. They were kind of spooky in a way. Um, you think Dumbo or Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the mu- musical numbers were, you know, they all said, like, they went to Dark and, like, did the little solo acts and those creepy type things. They looked so cool. Yeah. Um, it had the smaller characters, too. Um... But looking back after seeing Tangled, and I didn't think I'd say this based on the way Tangled looked, but after having seen it now, I can honestly say that I I feel like Princess and the Frog was a movie that tried to be a Disney movie, while Tangled naturally just was. Like, it didn't seem like it was trying to be any of these things that make a Disney movie great. It just kind of went with the flow, and it became a Disney movie because of that.
0: Yeah, it's like somebody, probably John Lasseter, but I don't know, (laughs) but somebody actually said, like, hey, we're Disney. Like, we just, we do this for a living. We can just do this. We don't have to, you know, try too hard. I agree with you. And it because the CG wasn't even
1: handicap, I felt like I felt like I was watching one of these old Disney films, right? Yeah. Um, and it, another great thing, which I didn't quite realize until after seeing this movie, was it was good to go back to animals that don't talk too. Mm-hmm. Um, Princess and the Frog, we had the talking animals, and of course, I was explaining the fact that they were animals at certain points in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is kind of good to just have, you know. That's kinda one of the reasons why I like Pascal as much too. Uh, just they don't talk. They just have a lot of cute expressions they do, and they you know they do their funny point and bits too. Uh, which both uh, Minact and yeah, yeah, Pascal and uh, Maximus both got that, yeah. which is good. We also have um, uh, villains doing musical numbers, which is good. Um, the bar scene in this film is great, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just those. We also have a kind of a Latinish hero um, who kind of starts off. You know, this is the thief. This is what we don't want our kids to be, as parents. <laughs> um, yes, you and I, our kids. Uh, but uh, you you know, he's got like that heart of gold in there. Uh, so to see it kind of come out throughout the movie is a good thing too. Yeah, totally. Uh, I don't, there's just I, I, what I'm naming here basically is just Disney things, and I think this is a great Disney princess. You would think that the Disney princess look would not translate so well to the CG world, but they—it's perfect, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually a very beautiful film too. Yeah, it looks amazing, and like the 3D, as I said, is absolutely excellent. And I, I don't—it I, again, it was hard to put my finger on it until I read that they had really strived to make it. Look like what a 3D version of their hand-painted stuff would actually be, which uh, I think they really completely hit. Apparently, when they did tests to figure out the look, they actually went back to uh, to Snow White, I believe, and they like animated that house but in 3D and kept doing it until it looked just like the 2D essentially, and figured out how to to, to do that. Uh, and it, they really nailed it. Um, um. Like you were saying with the with the hero. He is like a very aladdin lovable, sort of rakish kind of hero, mm-hmm. and I, like, from the beginning, did not want to, to like him, because I was like, I get it already with the roguish hero. I've seen it a million times. It's cliche. I don't want to see it again, uh, and I, but could not stop myself from enjoying that character. Like, he really yeah. was well-played, well-written. Um, He's got this subtle... I'm oh, sorry, go on.
1: The, I was, that, quickly, I just say the roguish hero in movies like the DreamWorks films, for instance, like, that's their bit. Yeah. Like, you look at B-movie, and he's like, I, you know, I'm the, the, I'm Jerry Seinfeld, I'm a roguish B, everyone, you know, everyone hates me, but that's why I'm so lovable. I'm so this aware. Is not, yeah, this, that's not his bit in this movie. The, the bit is, like, he starts off like that, but um, we have another character who makes that the thing she does not like about him. Mm-hmm. And as an audience, that's what we don't like about him, too. That's what we want to see get turned around. Um, we want to we see them falling in love and whatnot, and that's what happens here.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's like the the... He, he is almost sort of the audience's character because he doesn't buy into the fairy tale stuff as much as everyone else in the, in the world does. He sort of thinks some of it's a little bit silly, which, which is, uh, is nice. Uh, he's like the only one who's a little bit one step outside of the Disney universe where he's like, this not, is kind of weird. Not yeah. enough that he's
1: hip-hop dancing and throwing in pop culture references, which is it's like a breath of fresh air now in animated films. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like he, but in every situation where you would assume like it's not, it's an exaggerated outlandish situation, he sort of is the only one who noticed He's sort of the Han Solo, basically. Yeah, that's you know that's exactly it right there. Yeah, and he's got this great like at some point there's this sort of running gag with a frying pan, uh, and I'm not going to give you the exact scenario because it's such a great part of the movie. But there's uh, one situation where he has occasion to yell. I want you to know this is the strangest thing I've ever done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I kind of jumped ahead at uh,
0: around, around the time Strange jumped
1: up, came up. I was like, "Oh, this is a great line!" Yeah. Uh, so I was already laughing. Uh, that's that's good. And see, that's that's a great example where it's just that one step outside. Right. It's not far enough that we're like, okay, we're catering to the adults in the
0: theater now too. And I... The only... One of the criticisms I have about the movie is I actually wish they had gone just half a centimeter further with that because there are times when he's kind of hanging around while she sings, and I really, just knowing the character, expect him to be like, are you singing? Like, why are we singing? And he does have one moment where he's like, I don't sing, but then he immediately sings. Right. Uh, So, yeah, and it's funny and it works, but it's like... Now that you've spent some time making me think this is the guy who's outside the universe, so, like, he would react in this way of, I don't sing, this is weird. Um... And he does a little, but I think they could have gone a little bit farther with that, and they well, really pushed it over the edge in a funny way.
1: I'd kind of disagree.
0: There are moments in the film where he, he, he does that. Like, the beginning, where he, he's narrating the story. And he sets
1: up the fact that she sings this flower. Um, and right after she finishes the song, he's like, okay, you get it. She sings some flower. Kind of creepy, huh? Um, and that's, I think, that, that's that centimeter more. Maybe and that's about where we need to take it. I don't want to hear him do that in the whole movie. Because um, it, it's a Disney film, and we've invested, we know by this point that Disney films do this, that they just break in the song and everything. I don't want a character who always comments, you know, why
0: are you singing? What does this even mean? I really just needed it the first time he hears her sing, because that's, oh, they, there isn't enough regular singing in the movie for that to be like, like you almost forget it's a musical and then a song happens, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, and it's almost sort of short and not that, you know, integral to the plot, and so it's sort of... It seems like funny that he doesn't react in that situation. I think that's also why they kept him out of frame for all those moments. Yeah. Uh, it's well, also because that particular song is also probably one of the weakest. It felt a little bit too saccharine, so I actually thought it needed a comment like that.
1: Well, that leads to some of the flaws in this film. Uh, we've talked about all these highlights, and we probably made it sound like almost a perfect film. Uh, but the, the songs are pretty weak for the most part. There's, some, there's I think, one really good one I liked. Um and the other thing is that the songs are kind of compared to Princess and the Frogs. It seems front-loaded in a way. They seem to fit a bunch of the be and say, hey, this is a musical. And they just kind of drop off mm-hmm. throughout the rest of the film. And every now and then one might pop up. But towards the end, I noticed that it seemed just like a bunch of, uh, let's just sing a really short part of a song we did earlier. Bits.
0: Yeah, that's true. It wasn't, Frizzles. the flow of the songs wasn't as good. It, it is Alan Menken. Uh, yeah, which I was kind of surprised about. Yeah. Uh, Newman did, uh, Randy
1: Newman did Princess and the Frog.
0: The music was good, I mean, that's his part. I think he needs to, he's not found a new lyricist after Howard Shore, he needs a better yeah. lyricist, in my opinion.
1: I, I yeah. agree, that's, that's what it was, and a lot of it seemed like throwback to old Disney, too, uh, just music-wise. Some of um, the uh, the old woman songs are are strong, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, there are some good songs, I just feel like they're front-loaded, and they're just kind of scattered around the movie from there. It's not a soundtrack you'd look in the buying, I don't mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a memorable film. It's a great film to uh, to see during the holiday season, um, and it's it's one I'd recommend that you check out. Totally. Another and thing, I, oh, I mean, you, Ryan, I want you to go see it again.
0: Well, I have already seen it, though, Logan. I don't really see it again. It was like That's, sixteen bucks. I don't think I need to see it again <laughs> until it comes out. I could have bought the DVD for that money. Actually, yes.
1: That's actually you could have bought the. Uh, the one version of the DVD, Ryan. The one that's the DVD-Blu-ray combo. The could version. Oh. You, couldn't, you couldn't have bought the DVD-Blu-ray combo, uh, 3D-ray combo.
0: What about with the, with also the digital copy on it? Oh, that, no, it's 40 It's like we are getting bucks. up there now. Yeah, it's the
1: four-disc uh, toy box
0: edition. Also, this film's already in the vault somehow, so there's no way to get <laughs> to it. <laughs> there's no way at all to ever get it. Never it <laughs> doesn't down. actually exist. Uh, <laughs> one last quick thing I want to say about the movie. And the other thing I didn't like about it. The, the, the things that popped out where I wanted the the, the main uh, hero guy to be a little bit more outside of things and I the other thing I, I wanted to say sort of negative was that uh, the plot is really straightforward and formulaic I you expect that from a Disney movie that's what I get from these old Disney films yeah yeah and it doesn't it doesn't you just it's not a matter of being bad like I thought there were some parts of the um, uh, Princess and the Frog Frog what was that movie called don't I just Princess and the Frog Princess and the Frog uh, that were a little bit sort of eh, it's not that great here. But this this doesn't have that. It does just have, like, you see the the gears turning. Like, and now here's the obvious part where this happens, you know. Yeah, it flows nice. I think there might be one or two twists, but nothing that, you know, right. nothing that'll throw you off guard, really. It's not bad at all. It's just sort of, it's a little bit obvious. Uh, but the other, the thing I wanted to say that might be kind of weird is I thought that, um, the, that uh, the Rapunzel character uh, looks really more realistic than other princesses have had, like, in terms of, like, she looks like she could be a real person, she doesn't look, like, completely idealized, which I realize might be wrong, because she's also really super thin. So maybe I'm saying something that's bad for young girls. But, like, she looks like someone I could actually see on the street. This is
1: something I enjoyed about this, and this might sound terrible of me, is that, uh, like, some people attacked... Princess and the Frog for being so PC like, okay, Disney's going out of their way now to please everybody, right? Okay. And I think it's funny that for their fiftieth film, they're like, you know what? She's blonde and has blue eyes. And <laughs> she's skinny. True. She had green like, eyes Logan. Let's Oh, it. I'm sorry, green eyes. Her mom had blue eyes. That's right. Uh so it's I think it's funny that they kind of just like got they this time they're like, uh, eh, we answer nobody, we'll just do what we want. She's this perfect human being. But she's not um, she
0: I mean, she is she looks very good, but she is, I feel, less like cookie cutter shape than other princesses have been I don't know maybe that's just me I, I, I don't know if that's
1: a complaint of the film I find it a bit
0: odd no Ryan. it's not a complaint I think it's good
1: I find you odd in general Ryan
0: oh okay I'm pretty odd in general that is true no it, to be clear it's not a complaint I think it's cool I just don't know if, if what I'm saying is even accurate but that's what that's what I got from it
1: I, I propose a full on study into the uh, to the investigation of paranormal activity
0: <laughs> Why do we have to see paranormal activity again
1: yep do so I have to see it in 3D I was about to say, it's in 3D now. Uh, Just give me your 16 bucks, I'll save you the money.
0: Alright, yeah. Thanks, woo! I'm going to start paying you to not watch the films we reviewed. (laughs) Like, here, what did I think of it? (laughs) That's our next podcast. Slightly better than what you thought? Fine. Yeah.
1: That's our next Um, podcast, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, no, uh, Tangled was a pleasant surprise in the end, Ryan, and because of that, it gets a 7 from old Logan.
0: Totally. I think it's got, uh, you know, it's got some a certain degree of the female empowerment vibe, too, if you're into that. So take your little child to see it and be like, you should be as thin as that! Mm-hmm. <laughs> and have long hair like that, so I can rope stuff. Why aren't fall. you magic? Oh, man, someday I'll date Flynn Rider. Every day I get older. I'm the worst mom. You. Oh, what man. Have done? Let me sing to your hair, daughter. You ruined my figure. At least you could do is lose some weight. Well, uh, I'm a horse now. Right, wait, why would I say <laughs> who's, who's 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 talking? That's the mom still. Okay. Anyway, I I give this one uh, my recommendation. I I give it a 7 out of 10, Logan. I give mine a 7 out of 17. Alright.
1: Works. I'm just trying to confuse people as much as possible. rating says, no, I give it a 7 out of 10. Or perhaps a 7 out of 5. But we all know, Ryan, a 7 out of 5 translates to a 7 out of 16. Now the extra star comes from the fact that the price is lower because it's matinee time. So I guess a 7 out of 10 is what my final rating would be. But in Matinee, they
0: only have 1.5D. Okay. So I give it a 3.4 out of uh-huh. pie. Okay. Well, if you're going to take some uh, pie, just take... I'm not even going to finish this. You know what? Let me wrap the whole pie up for you. Take it home, okay? Thank you. Can I have my 3.4 back, or is that, like, in the pot now? You already... No, that's... you anteed that up. You already paid that. Up. See Tangled? No, I would never see that movie.
1: You terrible. give me pie to see movies now? <laughs> All <laughs> oh, right. This is so confusing.
0: Oh, Logan quotes. I um, think anyway. so what I did see, though, in front of this movie is a trailer for Yogi Bear, which I keep getting more upset about every time I he, see it.
1: I agree. We need to look into whether or not they did something to Justin Timberlake's voice. No. Oh, th- JT's voice, right? It
0: was like a first look thing, and unless they're also doing it for the behind-the-scenes footage, he seems to be generating that himself, which I give him credit for, because it is a pretty good boo-boo. Are there no voice actors around, though, for this sort of thing? There are like plenty. We need Justin Timberlake to play boo-boo. It's like, I don't understand the person who's like, I wouldn't, I have no interest in Yogi Bear. I don't care about voice actors. I don't care about cartoons. I would not normally see Yogi Bear. But knowing that somewhere in a sound booth that was Justin Timberlake sounds nothing like him. Yeah. Knowing that he was there. Exactly. I'm going to masturbate to this. That's, um... Ugh... Sorry, I got distracted by thinking about that visual. <laughs> by thinking about me masturbating yeah, Timberlake like as a bear.
1: Justin Timberlake just as a bear in a bear outfit.
0: I drew a picture of it. Check out that, it. No,
1: no. This I'm hoping that um, uh, Yogi Bear will fall cursed to Marmaduke. Um, curse and just die a quick death. Because I'm still shocked that Marmaduke is coming on now on DVD.
0: It actually did exist. That happened, Logan. Yeah,
1: that happened, and I was so worried that it was going to be a big hit, and it just disappeared, so... I'm hoping the Smurf films kind of going to go that same way, too. In fact, I have a whole list of films. Let me just reel it off now for you. <laughs> um, they have, so have you seen the trailer for Smurfs yet? Uh, yes. I, well, I've okay. seen the teaser. I was going to say, yeah, they keep showing that same t- teaser we saw before Toy Story 3. Right. That was, oh, that was, what, six months ago or something, almost? Yeah. Um, so it's... Kind of weird. It's almost like they don't want. They're afraid to show people like Katy Perry acting.
0: You know, oh, I wouldn't be surprised if they were like Hank Azaria overdoes it a bit. <laughs> That's the guy. He just comes out. I like to introduce the trailer. Hi, I'm I didn't a... have to sit through the. Uh, i not a Smurf, but the Kung Fu
1: Panda Two trailer with his staring contest. And I was like, seriously, this is the joke?
0: Mm, I haven't seen that. Was he just staring yeah. the whole time?
1: It's a staring contest. Literally, like he, they, everything stops, and he just sits and he stares at the audience. And I'm like, okay, you're too lazy to write jokes now, Jack Black. So we're just gonna have to stare at you in CG. Yeah, it, it was followed by his remake of Gulliver's Travels. Gulliver's Travels, Gargamel's Gull- Travel Gargamel's Pants, Gargamel's Travel Pants, <laughs>
0: Chapter Four, Gilgamesh
1: Cargo Pants, um, which did not help at all. No,
0: either. I haven't seen that trailer. I don't. I'm not gonna seek it out. Uh, I've uh, seen
1: two different versions of it now, Ryan. Each one more painful than one before. So it's not good, huh? It's not good. Are um, they gonna
0: take him to all the different lands, or is it just the Lilliputians? Like, is he gonna go? It's to, just.
1: Like, yeah, he said, no, it's not them anymore. It is, it's Jason Segel, and it's... Uh, Jason oh, Segel plays all the Jason little people. Jason No, no, all of them just... It's yeah, it's like slightly washed-up celebrities uh, <laughs> instead.
0: They should just uh, call the movie that.
1: Like, I feel like there's a few good ones thrown in there. Speaking of which, the slightly washed-up celebrities, I, I think I said this back during, way back last year during our Year One podcast, but I feel like Jack Black is now from the 90s. Like it's, his, his stick is old, first of all. Um, but the second, I, I don't know, he needs a new haircut or something.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, he does need a new haircut.
1: Or we get it, I think. I, I think that, like the ironic comedies now in style, he doesn't have that. He's more like, I'm in your face, look at me! It's the 90s.
0: <laughs> he keeps saying it's the 90s, that's why people yep. don't take him seriously. It's, it's a, it's a bomb, I think. They know it's not the 90s.
1: But enough trailer talk this week, Ryan.
0: Sorry, didn't mean to derail. Um, no, so Tingle's
1: good, go see it. Yeah. Uh, something else you can see is us on The new Facebook? The new Facebook? That's right. We had nothing to do with that. It sounds like we're taking credit for I them. invented the new Facebook, I'll be honest with you. Um, if you want to check out Ryan's Facebook, that's the new Mm-hmm.
0: It's kind of like New Coke. I expect it'll just revert back. Let's see if somebody owns the new Facebook. Let's just try Hold on. New Facebook. Somebody I, I, must the, have this.
1: Because, Ron, I seriously hope that, you know, if MySpace uh, just turned into Facebook, I really hope that the, someone said really thinks the new Facebook will be literally called the new, <laughs> the new Facebook. Facebook. Yeah.
0: Newfacebook.com is being squatted. The new Facebook.com is also being squatted by a different squatter. <laughs> so, I'll, that I'll we squ- could, if we wanted to pay upwards of thousands of dollars, we could buy that domain. Well, I always heard it's not start legal. Start the yeah. new Facebook. Sorry, what? No, um, it's not gay if you're receiving. That's what you heard.
1: Uh, the, uh, the website that is regular Facebook yeah. has changed to be new Facebook. Okay. But Critical End is still on there as the old Critical End still. Yes, might look slightly different, but it's don't be alarmed. It's, it's all still
0: there, right? For the most part. All those things you hated about it before, still there, just rearranged. We've got a steady number of people using that, that site now. I'm actually kind I know. of this,
1: well, happy. one, what do you want to know? Is we smile on you, each and every one of you. When you
0: like something on Facebook, it actually sends all
1: your information to that person, including so we-, <laughs> we sign into your accounts. And then we make you go there every single day, and then we look at it later on, and we say, whoa, a lot of people are going to that page, Ryan.
0: Every time you look at that page, we get, like, one of those x-ray backscatter nude pictures of you.
1: you yes, yeah, from TSA sends it to us. Right.
0: Um, like, don't kinda, save kinda, this. And then
1: I post it straight to CNN. Right. It's not uh, really that legal. Save this. It's, it's, a, it's a saved file sent to me, and it says, don't save this. Right, exactly. Um. It's not, yeah, it's really not that legal like you would expect. Twitter, which I think still looks like the same old Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Well, they updated there. it sort of, but sure. Um, iTunes has changed recently, so we're on the new iTunes.
0: We are on the new iTunes. We're all awesome. Um, and End.
1: is there anything else new on the internet that we should be on right now?
0: Only criticalend.com itself, Logan. Oh, which, you know, has that
1: same great look you fell in love with back in the day. But lower calories. Lower calories. We're now face- or critical in light. Yes. Sea light. Sea light is what we now go by. Sea Moon? Sea moon? Yeah. Seamo was that the intro I was supposed to be in? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh my oh, god. Oh I love that, that I song.
0: <laughs>
1: but, hey, you know what? I found my old cassette tape, Two Wings Back to the Egg.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and wow. I you know, I turned it on, and it has that little intro track and then it instantly goes into and I I Seriously, killed my girlfriend. In the truck with this, my car. <laughs> so I turned it all the way up, and I was like, "Say you don't love him." <laughs> and I was like, "Wait for it." My salamander. She's like, "What the hell is this guy talking about?" It was very fun. He's to um, the
0: part about windshield wipers and snipers. Yes,
1: yeah. Oh man, she, that's when I said, you know, when she said, "What the hell is this guy talking about?" She God was talking beware about
0: beware of snipers.
1: <laughs> um, but no, I was
0: like, you know, whatever had that basis from wings. <laughs> yeah, Denny wings. Lane, that guy. Yeah no, Paul McCartney. Oh, oh he was the bassist in Wings? I thought he would dropped the bass when he joined Wings. He's like, I'm like a guitarist now, damn it. <laughs> no, Denny Lane's a good uh, example, too. Oh. Whatever happened to Denny Lane.
1: Uh, but that's whole Wings talk again, too. I love that. That old McCartney stuff's good, though.
0: If McCartney was holding a press conference, would you have the balls to raise your hand and be like, whatever happened to the bassist from Wings? <laughs> no, I'd, I'd be the. I'd have the balls to raise my hand and be like, what yeah, the hell, McCartney? He'd probably Seriously? drop the hair dye in the chucks
1: now I think it will be fine <laughs> uh, Linda dying was like the worst thing I, I always feel like McCartney kind of went a little weird after that yeah uh, and I I've kind of lost touch with him over well, the he years he married a pirate yeah that, that happened for quickly though audience earlier Ryan tried
0: to make a joke involving a Beatles song he could not for the life of him think of a single Beatles song <laughs> joke I, yeah I was like here's a hilarious joke what if this guy tried to sing a Beatles song and then my, I, my this is my favorite band and I could not come up with a Beatles song for this joke but the weird this is how
1: long I've this is so sad, this is how long I've known I knew instantly what you were trying to do, <laughs> even though you were just making up some so like oh Diddy Lane, there's a barber shop and <laughs> Diddy Lane was not a Beatles song, Ryan.
0: I believe my exact comment was hey hey Beatles song. Right, I think it was. Uh but anyway, that's true. Which a uh, non copyright one so we can get away with that. Indeed. Alright, well we'll uh, see you guys next week with uh, some more chicanery and um and uh yeah, and by the way, uh I should say, I won't say anything specific, but there's uh, possible ideas of some new uh, media coming from Critical End in the future. Can we be vague and say that? Yes. But, uh,
1: see, they're just thinking it's a joke, though, because we've talked about all these other new things all over the, the web now.
0: Well, this, you know, who knows when this will actually happen, but uh, we're talking about doing something Keep other here. than just this, this, this show here. The thing
1: that all you guys have dreamed about could possibly be coming true soon. Or dreaded. It's
0: really one or the other.
1: I dread it, personally, because it means more work.
0: That's true. Eh, you know what. We, we, you know, it it might be, uh, it might, uh, yeah, you're right. It'll be terrible.
1: Uh, well, Ryan, while you were talking, I already came and went.
0: (laughs) Ah, I'm used to that. (laughs) You know what I mean. Which I don't, so better end there. Can
1: I... Do you listen to this during the nighttime? Is it appropriate? Say goodnight. Good morning.
0: Oh, yeah. Some people are listening you, to this in the morning. Should do
1: like... you wake up to Critical Inn? Good morning. This is Critical Inn of Logan and Ryan.
0: Oh, we should start creating different versions that you download. You're like, this is the good morning episode of Critical End. And for a while, we talk about, you know, like Regis and Kelly stuff. Then we get really personal. i like, oh, period again. I'm Logan. <laughs> the menstruation episode of Critical End yes. number 74. Oh, man. Work's over. Let's go drink. I'm Logan. Hey, happy St. Patrick's Day. I'm Logan. Oh, it's 6.34 a.m.? Hey, I'm Logan. (laughs) Very specific.
1: (laughs) Well, it's 10.54 and 18 seconds on uh, 12.6. It's a Monday here.
0: Taking a flight to Boston to see your grandmother? I'm Logan. Though then she gets so long, that's the entire show. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Trying to write a new jingle for Pepsi? I'm Logan.
1: Uh, I'm Logan. (laughs) Didn't think I'd get through that opening. What's the show about this week? I'm Logan. I'm I'm giving you a bunch now, so you can just... You're just Techno saying the same again.
0: thing all over the time. I'm Logan. Uh-huh. Waiting to see if I'm your Logan. baby's a boy or a girl. I'm Logan. <laughs> that's the wrong time to be listening to the show. I'm Logan. <laughs> Applying for a new job at a barber shop because your old job as a surgeon didn't work out because of that hand palsy that's probably going to also prevent you from getting this job as a barber. I'm Logan. Trouble getting it up. Just stole this oh. iPod. I'm Logan. <laughs> just stole this
1: iPod. <laughs> Is this the first thing you listen to on your iPod? I should be a greeting message on most people's
0: iPod. <laughs> oh, hello. I didn't hear you put your earbuds in.
1: <laughs> how nasty.
0: <laughs> I'm Logan.
1: A whole series of I'm Logan instructional videos.
0: I'm Logan. How to... I'm Logan. <laughs> but that's not like, it's not how to do something. It's just I'm Logan. <laughs> I'm Logan. I walk on. That's, that's what they pay me to say.
1: That's All what I'm right. known for. I'm Logan. bit's yeah, more stick than you can stick a stick at, Ryan.
0: More stick than you can... sticky stick stick. Seashells. She sells seashells. The Argyle Gargoyle. Gubble Travels. <laughs> Gummy Bears. Gullible travels. Gummy Bears Tin Pen. <laughs> I'm Logan. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
1: the final one. Yeah, no, and yeah, I picked up on that. <laughs> I was I hoping with the it would be at least...